0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-S-T. I I am Murray, and this week, I am an officer of love. Looking online, very excited. I have spent the last week, or... Yeah, probably the last week. I've just been binging, like, cheesy love shows on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) so... it's so I mean it's fun so I did season one of of Heartbreaker and then season two came out last week so I watched that one I watched season one again just to get in the mood so that I could watch season two and it's delightful and then since I watched that, my little TV said, hey, since you watched this, you might like this. And so I watched Red, White, and Royal Blue, and that was another – that was not a series, just a movie, but it was a cheesy, romantic movie. You know, it hits all the beats. There's the little meat cute Oh, this is the point where they have, like, a silly argument. Oh, here's the point where they're making double autom- Oh, they've gotten over the si- – you know, like, it just follows the recipe. Boom, 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 like a
1: good recipe, and it was yeah. – it's exactly what I wanted. So sometimes you just need that. Like Ooh. I don't want anything like too crazy. Just give me the the basic.
0: That's right. Just give me what I came here for. Give me all the little beats that I'm looking for. Change the faces. Every you know, every season or every movie, give me someone new in those roles, and I will watch it happily. <laughs> and so I did. Sounds like a plan. Yes, I'm in love with love. It was Aww. wonderful. Highly recommend both of them. Good. Both of those.
1: Yeah. That's me, man. That is me. As you. Well, I am Al, because Paul is, I don't know. I think he said where he was, but I don't remember now. <laughs> but he's not here. So that's all that counts. And I am Al, and this week I am fighting the agents of Sticky. Stupid temperatures and cooling. It's kind of yucky. Because it's still hot. Uh... In fact, it's gotten hotter, I think. (laughs) It's just getting hotter and hotter. The number for what it feels like keeps getting further and further away from the temperature it's at. The the last few days, it's been around 112 to 114. Ooh, yeah, that's hot. Which, let me look up real quick. Let's see what that is.
0: 90-something. 45. 114 is like 45. Yeah, 90 something. I don't know why I said 90 something. 114 is 45. Yeah. Good golly. Yeah, that's hot. That's hot. I think the hottest I can remember is like 38, 39, and that's pretty yucky.
1: Yeah, so it's been like 94, which is like 34 and a half for you guys to. Yeah. But feeling like the 114. Ugh gross.
0: And gross. Course, you got to walk around with those little fans that spray water on you and yeah, bleh. plus it's Florida which means
1: humidity up the, you know, <laughs> you know what? Blech. Yeah. Gross. You walk outside, you're like, "Oh, look, I'm wet." Yeah. yeah and you can't
0: really wear a raincoat cuz that's just going to get you even hotter and wetter, so
1: yeah. You just have to deal with it. Oh, You're just like, oh well, I, I will take a shower later, and then five minutes later won't well, matter. <laughs> and then people look at me five minutes later and go, "You should take a shower." It's like, yeah, I just did. <laughs> I, just did. I just yeah, walked you stepped outside, outside stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mistake.
0: Oh dear. Uh, well, I feel you. Oh,
1: it, it's it's August, which means it's getting you. You know, we're getting the last two or three months of summer. Yes. Absolutely. We're going to get the post-summer soon. And Holy then pre-summer. And then summer yes. again. There's no
0: other those are, my favorite, those are just, my favorite seasons. Those uh, are my favorite seasons. That's what we See, have here. In Canada, we also have the not-summer season. but Which is not my favorite. But we have the pre- and the post-summer. And those I like.
1: Well, my wife is really not happy with the not-summer season. So, you know, I, I'm <laughs> sucking it up. Got it. I'll deal with
0: it. There you go. Alrighty. Alrighty. Alrighty.
1: And speaking of dealing with stuff, we got a couple (laughs) people here dealing. This issue has people dealing with stuff, including the cover with Starfire and what is her name, Gorius Karkum. Yes. Dealing with a whole, fighting a whole bunch of scions. So many Scions, yes. There's a lot of them. They all kinds of knives and blades and scissors. Yeah. Looks very nasty. Yeah, this issue gives us a different,
0: well, different to me. I always think of the Scions as just like nerdy little sadistic scientists. And this issue gives us a completely different look.
1: Yeah, but like, like I ones. say,
0: yeah, different to me, because maybe this is how they've been portrayed in books
1: like Omega Man or books that I haven't been watching. But, but uh. yeah, I don't know. But the cover, by the way, is by Francis Portella and colors by Javier Menya. Yeah, and it's good. It is oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Star, both, both Starfire and the Lantern look pissed. Yes,
0: they're not happy. They are not happy. He does a great Starfire, actually. Yeah, he does. I would be okay to see Francis Portella on like a Titans
1: book. Oh, that'd be cool. Well, since mm-hmm. there is one out now. We never know. Yeah, yeah. But let's yep. go inside as we start off on the planet mm-hmm. Oa, as, yes. as the Encyclopedia Galactica tells us, home of the Green Lantern Corps. Note: This is a closed world. non core are forbidden. Forbidden. And we huh. see I didn't out know by that. Yeah, out by the big power battery, Salek's there, and he's kind of listening in. And by the way, just in case anyone doesn't know, Salek is from Sligia, and he's the chief administrator of the Green Lantern Corps. And he hears someone saying, it's been over one billion years since we felt anything close to emotion. And he kind of peeks inside to see what's going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we see guarding the door, although apparently not very well, so Green Lantern Stell, Homeward Grendia, Corps Drill Instructor. And we have our two rookie lanterns, uh, Alton Amos from Okara and, of course, Gorius Karkum from Scion. And they're listening to the guardians tell them, but if we still indulge in such primitive sentiment, we would be furious with you. And we see there's a whole bunch of guardians just staring down at them. Lenton Karkum, you should know better than anyone that we have no wish to intervene in Scion society. Not when our initial bid to evolve your species yielded such unfortunate results. In spite of this, your actions on your homeworld have left left us more at odds with your people than ever, leaving us to wonder why the ring ever chose you for the core. And this is To Be a Rebel, Part 2, by Tony Bedard, writer, Claude seda and Kevin Sharp, pencilers, Bob Wycheck, inker, Rich and Tanya Hori, colors, Travis Lanham, letterer, Francis Portella with Javier Menya cover, and Sean Ryan and Brian Cunningham as the editors. So, wait, they created the Scions? Um. Because that's what it kind of implies here. They say, not when our initial bid to evolve your species yielded such unfortunate results. Yeah, yeah, I
0: did a double take when I read that, too. I was like, huh, have I missed something in, like, in my reading? Like, I, I mean, I guess. I guess the Owens can create species if, if so they want. they but,
1: created um, them, and then they're like, okay, well, I guess you guys just go off and— this, this suck. You suck. So just go cause mayhem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this is the first we've ever heard of it. I'm
1: going to— uh, curious Well, oh, while you're being curious i'll I go on that. so lantern the Karkum asks may i respond or was i pronounced guilty before i even walked in here Ooh, do not
0: snap. i know
1: do not mock these proceedings you are here to justify the massive loss of life on scion is that clear and she says yes my guardians but to explain what happened I must begin with our failed attempt to arrest Viral Dox on planet Kolu. Dox and his mercenaries were playing to the news cameras, while Lantern Admos and I quietly prepared to withdraw. And we see, yeah, all the rest of the Rebels team has shown up on Kolu. Including the ones like Bounder and, you know, Tribulus that we haven't seen in a while. And she yeah. continues on. I was in shock, wondering how we looked like the Guilty Party, and they looked like heroes. And... The lantern Alton says, "Let's go, Gorse. We shouldn't have come here in the first place." And she's like, "Just a moment. One of Dox's people caught my eye. One who long fascinated me." When she noticed me staring, I knew it was time to depart. And we see Starfire and Captain Comet, and to started to talk to her, saying, "Um, about the other night." But then, you know, Corey starts looking away from him, and he's like, "Corey, what's wrong?" As you know, she's looking at the lanterns fly away. She goes, and she just says, "Nothing." Over the next few weeks, Dox intensified his anti-Green Lantern rhetoric. Not all of his associates were pleased. And we see there's a meeting going on in the Legion headquarters with all those rebels, except for Dox. Which someone even points out, saying, can somebody tell me why Dox is not here? And Adam Strange is the one at the head of the table. Because I called the meeting, and he's the topic. Specifically, his slander campaign against the Green Lanterns. Not to mention his psycho son roaming this building freely. And then there's his new recruit, Lobo, who's already killed more people than he'll ever save working for us. I'll take that as a compliment. As Lobo's annoying Comet, who's sitting next to him because he's blowing his cigar smoke on Comet, ashing on the table, and <laughs> he's got about half a can, half a dozen cans of beer already out there. All yeah. Empty. And CG sitting the other side of him. Do you raise these issues on behalf of the Iranian government, Adam Strange? Because if your objection is personal, then tell Docs directly. This feels more like you're inciting a mutiny. And she gets Lobo's attention. He looks over at her. <laughs> Why is it you It's always smell like super glue? <laughs> Don't get me started on what you <laughs> smell like. <laughs> Superglue
0: is not, I mean, there are worse smells than super glue, let me tell you.
1: Probably like Lobo. Maybe.
0: I mean, maybe space superglue is gross, but plain old regular superglue, I'm okay with that.
1: But now everyone's getting involved in this, that Xylon, the Dominator, getting involved. I understand <laughs> your misgivings, Adam Strange, but our clients have nearly doubled since Doc's began disparaging the lanterns. And <laughs> I like how, like... The different ways are at the table. Like, we got Amon Hawk is laying back, is leaning back, feet on the table, and he's like resting on Bounder, pissing him off. <laughs>
0: it's
1: like using Bounder as a shoulder, as an armrest. Well, I mean,
0: to be fair, Bounder has been mostly <laughs> a background anyway. Background. <laughs> the last i was going to say, so yeah. uh, Set dressing, whatever it is. I mean, so he might have forgotten person. He's not had a lot to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Are you, I have your new panel. Come on. Some dude That's right. <laughs> but yeah mon gets involved and you've got a battalion keeping an eye on this kid right even Star and starfire even defends lobo a little bit and you must admit if lobo's with us he is not out harming others <laughs> cheers Toots. <laughs> as lobo pops into the beer and apparently probably shook it a little bit because half of it looks like a sprayed cj <laughs> and apparently drank it quickly because he's already tossing it in the empty can in the next panel
0: Totally. Well, if half of it sprayed on CG, there wasn't much to drink in the first place. True. So.
1: But Adam Strange is still annoyed. Did you forget sure. you work for a megalomaniac? It's our duty to rein him in. I've invited the Green Lantern Corps to send a representative here for talks to end the stupid rivalry. And when will I be invited to that? Sorry. And will I be invited to that meeting? As Doc's walks in. I assume you'll try to stop it from happening. No, no, I rather like the idea. Extending the hand of friendship plays well in the media, even when it leads to nothing. Now, if you're done rallying the troops, I schedule public appearances for all of you, except Lobo, of course, because <laughs> that's probably a better idea. And Gorius continues our uh, narration. A day later, Starfire visited Planet Horvath, whose leaders were considering legion membership. By the time she departed, the contract was signed and notarized. I thought she had not noticed me blending in with the crowd. And we see Starfire at the planet. She's flying around. There's a big sign in the sky. Welcome Starfire. And all the aliens seem Oh, well, it's hard to tell with their faces, but I think they're excited. Yeah. <laughs> they're very like all, you know, like almost like robotic Yes. Insects.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's hard to tell if they're happy or not. I'm gonna go with happy. Totally. Totally. But two days later on Kaia 4, things took an unexpected turn as now Starfire is on another planet. And they all look like uh, little, I don't know, like miniature, like babies, baby people, but with like just no face, (laughs) nothing in their face, but just big eyes. And they're all wearing like these giant parkas. Yeah, on a big sunny planet. They gotta be, uh...
0: they gotta be boiling. Or they, I don't know, maybe they like to be toasty warm.
1: Yeah. And she's, sorry for landed, and she's talking to them. Greetings, Kalens. No one told me you were so cute. And who is your big friend back there? Hey, you there, as it's the lantern, <laughs> but she's, cover, she's covered up in a cloak. Yeah. Right yep. But of course, it doesn't help when you're like three times the size of <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> exactly. You I mean a literally, fuzzy cloak. These guys are all like, what, half a foot tall, it looks like? Maybe a yep. foot at most? Yeah, uh, 100%. So since the lantern's at least, what, five feet? Yeah, she's going to stick out. Uh-huh. And Starfire grabs the cloak and yanks it off her. Why are you stalking me? I am not. I saw you eye me on Kolu. And then again on Horvath. What do you want from me? Was destroying my planet not enough for you, Scions? You people murdered my parents. I did no such thing. It was the males, Corander. The males. Do not speak thy name. You do not know me. On the contrary, Princes of Tamaran, I know you were sold into slavery by slavery by your own father. And I know the Gordarians often violate female captives. Which is, and we get a little image of young Starfire being held by these well, looks like giant almost like hulks. They kind of look like Hulk, like uh, Hulk's Misfits of Toads.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Gordanians. yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of a Bit of a disturbing thought. Totally. How much younger she would have been then. Yeah, this this issue gets dark. Oh, yeah. And Starfire isn't happy that she yells at her to shut up and with a scream blasts her. You have no idea what I went through and you have no right to mention it. I have every right because I suffered the same fate. That got her attention, though she professed not to believe me. So I asked her to come see for herself, and we are we see the two of them flying to the planet Scion, a synthetic planet constructed by the scions after they vacated their original homeworld, Malthus, which also does imply that yeah, they because they came from the the same planet the guardians came from. yes, so, yeah, and it's when this gets the darker this gets the more I'm wondering, What is this thing about the guardians not getting involved? I mean, yeah, like, they, this is kind of bad. It's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. But yeah, they they land and Starfire says, "Is this is a trap?" And Gorius tells her, "I'll handle the guards." And we've got a bunch of signs, but like we said before, they don't look like the cheer- what we expect from signs like these, like the ones we saw in the first half of the series, like the ones all wearing like you know scientists lab coats and. Looking yep. scrawny and weird. These guys are kind of jacked, and they kind of look like bikers. Very much, yeah. <laughs> and one of them is yelling at her, you have a lot of nerve coming back, Gorius Carchum. Surrender now, and your companion can leave here alive. And Starfire tells him, do not push your luck, Scion. And Gorious tells him, stay out of our way, Captain Raxus. You no longer have any power over me. Not since I got this ring. And the captain doesn't care. He's looking. He's leering at Starfire. Hide behind any weapon you like, but deep down you are still the same frightened female who used to lick my boots. And this is not making Starfire any more calm. Are you trying to get yourself killed? <laughs> totally. And he points his gun at her. I know who you are too, Princess of Tamaran. Pity you weren't home when we imploded your black backwards little world. Either you are the cockiest fool I've ever met or... Or we just signed a contract of Legion. Meaning you should be protecting us from her. And this really pisses Gors off. No, 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 no. You don't deserve protection. You deserve this. And she sends a bolt and like, like multiple bolts out of her ring that basically are just pure full force And they just go right through these guys, killing them.
0: Yeah, that's a uh, very anti-Green Lantern right there.
1: Yeah, just just right through with a clutch. And Starfire's a little shocked, saying, what have you done? You'll understand, Starfire, once you see what it means to be a woman on Scion. And they're flying into this uh, building. Most female Scions are killed at birth. They are the lucky ones. And they land in what looks like a prison. The rest are kept in secret containment facilities, like this one. Each one houses hundreds of my sisters. And outside, we see the captain's not really dead yet. Bleeding a lot, though. And he's on his communicator, Captain Raxus to Science Marshal Haller. We are aware of the situation, Raxus. You know what must be done. And back, we go back inside. This is where I was raised, Princess. Kept alive for the only purpose female signs are permitted to exist. And she rips open the door and we see this female sign just kept in like, kept in this cage, hands bound. Looks like she's been beaten a bit. And Starfire's like, Saw, no. And Gory Selser, they call this a breeding nexus. Captain Raxus and his men force themselves upon every woman in here to produce a quota of male offspring. I spawned dozens before the green ring came to me. What kept me sane was my solemn vow that no matter what they did to my body, my spirit was unconquered. I think that's why the ring chose me. And the female sign in the, the cell is just saying, Who, who's there? And Starfire is now starting to cry, which is, yeah, understandable. (laughs) But why? Why would any species do this to their own? Because female Scions are capable of empathy, a trait that will put an end to the male male sadistic experiments. What I did, the Raxidens men were not murder. It was overdue justice.
0: Mm, It was also murder. (laughs) Yeah, well... (laughs) Maybe oh. two things
1: can be true. Totally. Totally. And they're carrying the one, the prisoner out, and she's saying to Starfire, now let us free the rest of my sisters from... But they're interrupted as all the guards show up. There they are. And Raxus Corius asks Starfire, well, Princess, are you going to honor their re- Legion protectors? Oh, sorry. Well, Princess, are you going to honor their Legion protections? And Starfire just looks for her and says, do not be an idiot. And then we got a big panel of basically these two women just killing all these guys. Yeah. My guardians, you may consider what we did a crime, but I will go to my grave with a clear conscience. Every male who worked in those sublevels was guilty. Starfire understood this. And the science must have known that no matter how many guards they threw at us, we would kill them all. And, you know, we see them blasting away and Starfire's blasting these guys. And Gorius is even... She's making a Rit lantern a sky, then she's just cutting, like, five of them in half at once. Yeah. I mean, if Lobo was there, he would be loving this.
0: Totally.
1: She, this that would change his opinion. Right of up, Lobo. Lobo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would change his opinion of her really quick. Absolutely. But anyway, she continues her story to the Guardians which is why I believe those troops are only stalling us while someone else deployed their true counter-strike. And we see that captain, the wounded captain, still outside with a device saying, initiate auto-destruct, authorization, Raxus-9, detonate. And we see the thing start to blow up. In fact, it looks, you
0: know... It definitely blows up.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean... Was it? No, that's not the planet. The planet's still there. But, yes. But the base itself is blown up completely. Yeah. I guess it was kind of out in space because we see all the bodies and everything's floating and pieces floating in space. With the exception of Starfire and the Green Lantern, because they're in a Green Lantern bubble. And Starfire's like, Sal, no, the women! They're dead, Coriander. But they are finally free. And Starfire flies off crying. The princess of Tamaram fled. At first, I was unsure if she felt guilty or ashamed, or if she was just too weak to face what we had done. And then I heard about what she did when she got back to Ran. And we see in Legion headquarters, Dox is talking to a scion. Yes, Marshal Hallor, I appreciate your distress, but let me repeat, I did not authorize any visits to your homeworld. Considering, investig- considering that the Green Lantern instigated it, perhaps we can use this atrocity to push public opinion even further against... And he's interrupted by Starfire blasting his door open. And she comes in pissed. Docs, if I find out you, you knew how the Scions treat their women. Now look, Starfire, I was just discussing this matter with the Scion Imper- Imperial Council, and and he's just dusting himself off, calm as it can be. And then he looks at her, and he gets very nervous-looking all of a sudden. And Marshall Hallard, the, contact, the contract is annulled. Doc's out.
0: There we go. He does the right thing, even though, you know.
1: <laughs> he does the smart thing. Do not piss Starfire off. That's right. That is right. Because she will kill you. And back on sign, we see that Marshall is pounding the communication screen. What? Docs, you cannot do this. We are the ones who were attacked. And he turns around to his men. General Fintus, damage report. Still, still assessing, sir, but breeding Nexus 5 is a total loss. Though, of course, we still have 27 more still operational. Bolster defenses on all of them. I don't want our birth rates to drop. Somebody get me a splice screen, a splice lab on screen. And on the screen, he sees one of the scientists. Science Marshall Mauer, how am I inform you? Just tell me Project C is proceeding on schedule. Actually, sir, we are ahead of projections. Prototype units will be available very soon. Noted, continue your work. If those two females had uncovered what you were doing down there, that would have been a real disaster. And we see this all these signs working on these tubes of what looks like, um, uh, well, a crap load of clones of Lobo.
0: I know. Crazy.
1: That's... <laughs> Both male and female, by the way.
0: Yes, we got Lobos and Lobats. All of them there. Ooh.
1: and to be concluded uh-huh. all right so this was pretty dark oh my and gosh disturbing
0: yes yes very much very much now jocks does the right thing but it'll be interesting to see whether what whether this is, like, just a one-off, they've explored the issue, and now they're moving on, or if it will have longer term...
1: Well, it's possible, since they have these global clones, we might get a little bit more with that, at least. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The end certainly sets up a, a little cliffhanger there, for sure. Now, how, for much more sure. Af-
1: how much more after that, I can't say, because for- I am I can't speculate, because, unfortunately, we're in issue 22, and the series goes to 28. Yeah. So, so while they, you know, if it went to 50 or 60 or 70, there's a good chance they might have gone back to that more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with six issues left, we might not. They might not. They might have to just start. You know, scrap those plans and have to you realize they have to start winding everything, you know, wrapping things up.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the next six months, yeah, things will start getting well, depending how much time they had to wrap things up. But sure. But um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll wrap up some stuff, and they may get a lot of it wrapped up. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I guess it depends on how much time warning they had.
0: Yeah. How much warning they had that
1: slash point was right around the corner. True, because this was, what, cover dated January tw- of 2011. Yeah. Which means this series probably ends right around the time of Flashpoint.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like, if not, it, it it's pretty close.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But it sounds like it would be close yeah. to it, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Cover day 2011. Let me look real quick. Rebels. Doo-doo-doo. Issue 28 came out in May of 2011. So issue 28 came out in May of 2011. eleven. Mhm. So just three months before Flashpoint. Yeah.
0: Or yeah, two yeah. months.
1: So yeah, it yeah. might have been canceled because of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. DC was doing a lot of wrapping uh, up, cleaning up. That's disappointing. It is. We lost Flashpoint. Yeah, we lost
1: We lost some good it, stuff when they Flashpointed. Because <laughs> yeah, it's possible then this might not have gone because of sales. It might have just gone because it didn't fit in with the new plans. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think so, because, like, this this series was i mean it still had lots of whether i don't know what it was what its sales were like but it still had lots of storyline potential and thinking about like freedom fighters was still kicking around and it had lots of potential and then ended yeah. very abruptly and brightest day was teasing
1: yeah that's the funny thing like they did the whole brightest day thing and then like oh, i know. No, never mind and they ended it with like a couple of
0: storylines being like there was a firestorm storyline being teased and i think something with the hawks maybe maybe definitely there was definitely a firestorm something like there was definitely plans in place for a firestorm series and then that of course did not happen <laughs> and, well, i mean we got a firestorm series it
1: just wasn't uh the firestorm series that brightest day was telling yeah. us because we also have Booster Gold that we lost that series. Yes. Yes. And, uh, oh, the the Batgirl, the Stephanie Brown Batgirl series. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Tim yeah. Drake Red Robin, which were both really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. There was a lot that was uh,
1: sent packing. And in uh-huh. fact, I see also coming, cover, coming out the same month as the Rebels 22 was Batman Inc. 1.
0: Yeah, see, there's another. Oh, yeah, see, there's another one that kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, the way they did things. I don't know. I I want. I need secrets to put out. Yeah, see that one. I need them to put out an addendum to their. You know that big Tashin book, the big DC yes giant giant yeah yeah, gold yeah, yeah. silver bronze age yeah, book, yeah. yeah they need to put out like a addendum that details all the stuff from the end of that book through to where we are now or at least through to at least the new 52 because i mean i bet there are a ton like there's got to be some amazing stories that could be told about what was going on behind the scenes, and why they decided to, yeah, make the choices that they made, and,
1: and oh, you know. Secret Six that was another, that was another casualty, yeah, and that yeah. that that series never recovered. I mean, we got no. a Secret Six sometime in the New Fifty Two, but it only lasted it was, like a couple issues. Yeah, it wasn't great. It it kind of seemed like it just kind of like it started to come out and then it just kind of just stopped.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh That's yep i was yes <laughs> yes it was all righty folks uh, i forget what was i i don't even remember what i was going to say so well, i guess we'll just move on to that if you remember the flashpoint years or the, <laughs> the months leading up to flashpoint feel free to send us an email or a comment you can send it to us at legion of substitute podcasters.com or you can hit us up on the facebook page we are all over the place in the meantime we will see you next
1: w-e-e-k t-e-s-e-e-n-k-u-b
0: oh short and sweet S Kubi to you too buddy T-S-K-U-B. Oh, exactly. <laughs>